Welcome to the Video Games in Mind podcast. Today I have two guests and I want them to tell me their name, gamer name, and then their favorite character and or video game. Uh, my name is Sister Shri. I'm a Zenyatta main and my favorite games are the Pokemon series. My name is Alaric. My gamer name is Jackzillalope and uh, I've just been playing a lot of different games right now. I can't really say that I have a for sure favorite. Today we want to talk about should video games define, or no, should the mechanics in video games define gameplay or should they define the storytelling? So, I, do you guys actually have any idea of like what that means? Uh, I kind of have an idea, but maybe you should start some. Okay, since yeah, you're all right. yeah so, I, I think going over some examples might yeah. be good. Okay, no, yeah, that's, that's, that's an excellent place to start. I was thinking that when it came to mechanics, it, it's kind of. What I thought of was like when you walk, you just hit like, you know, as very basic as it is, just the up, down, left, right and whatnot. But there is another uh, game out there. I actually forgot what it's called, but it's that old arcade game where there's like three defenses or three towns and you have two towers in the middle of each one. And you basically save them by having by shooting uh, the meters. I think it is called Missile Command. I, I, like, I, all I know is that the gameplay defined the storytelling however the mechanics didn't but the gameplay is incorporated to the mechanics so then i'm like so what's more important here and that was my question so So i guess the question is now like what is what would you define the mechanics of a game like what would define the mechanics of a game sorry can you give me an example because i now i'm confused and it's fine no what do you so when you say the mechanics of game what do you mean by oh, that? Oh, as in, like, you know, you, like, move left and right in order to, like, change where the... So that's not in. gameplay? That's a mechanic that... Of gameplay. Of gameplay. Got it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you wanted something a little weird while I was just like, hey, wait, what? <laughs> I mean, to me, it seems like uh, mechanics define gameplay, which integrates itself into the story. So would, would you say Tetris, then, is defined... Has a story defined by game. Does Tetris have a story? <laughs> uh, technically, there have been Tetris games, like um, Tetris Worlds on the PlayStation 2. <laughs> what? It was really, really weird. Like, um, in that game, there were little, uh, the little Termino pieces uh, actually were, like, sentient. And you're, like, completing levels that were, like, different planets and stuff. It was really weird. Oh, okay, I, what I, wanted, I want to add something to this, then. Uh, technically speaking, Tetris in itself by itself does not have a story to it however it does speak for a player's mind kind of let me explain that further uh essentially when you make when you you have to make decisions in tetris regardless of like how you're playing it right and in the process of making that decision the story of what type of player that person is is exposed in a way like somebody that like likes putting everything to the left is going to be clearly shown through how they use the mechanics and essentially that tells a story and more often than not you kind of see that as content used throughout uh it's like let's tell a story about this person's mind that person is extremely inefficient (laughs) they don't know how to play it kind of reminds me of like one of those like game animes like he's putting all these pieces to the left (gasps) (laughs) he's a left-minded individual (laughs) (laughs) that's dangerous Point being here is that so then what what's more important then? Um, I mean, so 
I think that is a very, very, it depends on the person. Like so, if you ask me, story is by far the most important thing of game video games. Okay. But like to someone like me, I'm always the kind of person to play on easy mode because I don't really care about the challenge. I just want to know the story. Okay. You know, so, so and, then, and games like, you know, games like Undertale where like, I guess the mechanics would be part of the story. And that's why I like it so much. Wait, so there's an exception when it comes to Undertale? Well, no. I'm okay. saying the mechanics playing towards the story is more important. Okay. So then Story like, is more important. Story is more important. To me. Okay, so... But I know a lot of people who don't agree with that. Okay, well... So let's, let's, let's take a different example. Uh, visual novels. Doki Doki Literature Club. Okay. All right? Mm-hmm. The gameplay isn't that great, Mm-mm. but the story was well. I mean, from according to the internet, it's pretty well received, mm-hmm. right? So then, in that instance, does that make it a better game than other games? To some people, it might be a better game. But what kind of mindset would you need to have in order to consider a game better than others? So, it would just be someone who enjoys stories more than than skill. I don't know. I don't know what kind of mindset, like what what different mindsets would require video game development. Uh, I would say that it kind of depends on the game you're playing. Some games are heavily story driven, and those are the games that people like Elena they really enjoy because there's a development of characters, um, there's a development of the lore or of the world building stuff like that that are really really important. Like Undertale, you don't play Undertale because you really like the little the little box in which you fight all your enemies, uh, where to attack things in. You play that game because the story is interesting, and that's the reason why people will replay the game. They don't really care that the game's got some challenging kind of oh they won't replay it. interesting mechanics <laughs> some i know that there's a big uh, replayability thing with that game but um yes. but a person who likes say maybe like a shooter game like like say for example call of duty or like a battle royale game the story is there technically speaking but to those people the mechanics of the gameplay the moment to moment that you get out of all of those different things that's what matters most to them they don't play because they really really like the uh you know that particular character's background they play that character because they're good because they want to be successful and i think i mean i well, think for certain games like for overwatch that completely well, throws it out because yeah, like well I'm, i would not play that game if it weren't for one character in particular <laughs> but you know that, but that's the kind of the thing is there's it's possible to have a game where the game plays you know mechanical you know differences like like character stats and uh, you know certain advantages or disadvantages or or perks or flaws define how the person plays that game and for them those mechanics are what's important but when we're talking about gameplay uh, you know t- tying into the story uh, I think it just really depends on the person playing I mean so I guess what I, what, I, what I wanted to say to something you said earlier was you said that nobody played Undertale, or you would imagine nobody would usually play Undertale just for the little box and whatnot. And so odd, oddly enough, um, <laughs> the only reason why I went genocide was because my friend said that I couldn't beat Sans, and so then I'm like, oh okay, I, and then I spent the next day like three days streaming it, and I just like beat him, and I'm like, cool. I, I was like, I was like, do that. <laughs> So it was hard. a challenge. Apparently, I didn't, I didn't realize how, how that game plays out, but I, 
I specifically enjoyed that part of the game more than the rest of it, though. Because you like the challenge. Okay. No, 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 no yeah. So I, I agree with that. And where, where I get caught up is in like, so then what's more important? Or is it tailored to every single player? Do you want to know why I've never restarted a game of, of Undertale? I have three, four different versions of this game on different consoles. <laughs> Do you want to know why I will not reset it? It's because when I started up, Flowey's like, please just let them be happy. And I'm like, can't do it. Turn off the game. <laughs> let them be happy. I have never reset any of my Overwatch or Undertale games because of that. Because I'm like so invested in the story and these fictional characters' well-being. So then... <laughs> it's so dumb. In, in, in our... So with... I guess we'll... We're, I'll just like use Undertale then. Would then that would that make Undertale? I, I'm just I'm confused in regards to like well Undertale clearly goes for the storytelling aspect, yes. but yet it still clearly caters to the people that still want to challenge. Yes. Where I think Undertale kind of loses some clarity is in letting the player know how to go the challenging route and how to go the easy route. Mm-hmm. Right, because like when I played Undertale, I had no idea there was like a pacifist genocide and uh, what is it? pacifist genocide neutral. and neutral route i i didn't know that yet i had an immensely better experience when i went for the genocide route i think it just matters i think that just depends on the kind of player that you Do are you mind i mean if i tell a story sure so i had made i'd i'd made an acquaintance on on overwatch so this is gonna be an overwatch story and um i started playing with him more and more and he he was very mechanically skilled with, with pretty much all the characters. Like, I was actually pretty impressed by it. And he, he asked me, you know, oh, like, why do you play Overwatch? And I, you know, I explained, like, oh, well, I really like this character. I'm really invested in this character. He's just a really, like, connects with me. And I'm emotionally, it has nothing to do with the gameplay. It has everything to do with me enjoying this character. Um, and he was like, oh, okay. Like, he thought that was a little odd. And I was like, okay, I didn't understand why he thought that was odd. But later on, we were talking about, I was bringing up how excited I was about um, new story aspects of Overwatch coming out, how we were getting a little bit more lore for other characters. And he's like, yeah, I don't give a shit. And I was like, oh, what? Really? He's like, yeah, no, I don't even care about any of these characters. I just play just to, you know, get the mechanics down. He didn't, he could care less about any of the characters, any of their stories. Like, he didn't even know, like, most of their stories. And he thought it was weird that, that I was only interested in playing one character because of my emotional connection with that character. Like, he thought that was weird. And I was like, I think you're weird. <laughs> you know, like, he's like, any game I've played, I don't give a shit about the, the story at all. So, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull some knowledge out. Oh, yeah? Uh-oh. And, uh... In regards to that very specific story, what do you think it means for somebody to not care about the, I guess, the storytelling and then somebody to care about so much about, like, just... I have no idea, because I, when I heard that, I was surprised. Like, I, I was surprised that there are people that don't care about the story. I've always cared about it. I've never really talked to people who don't. So I... Maybe I could ask you because, like, I know you do care about story as well, but there are times where you care more about the mechanics, right? Um, and the mechanics, sorry, the mechanics of the story. So, like, why why is that for you, and why do you think they'd be different from? So I'll answer that in just a second, but I want to hear what Jack here has to say. So for me, I mean, I feel like I'm one of those people where, like, I think that the world's created like. Like Blizzard, for example, 
like franchises that they've made starcraft uh overwatch world of warcraft uh diablo all the, the these four games there's one common thing that i just really really absolutely love about these games and it's not the gameplay it's the world building hmm. like starcraft was one of the very first games that i ever played uh that at all like we're talking like little old me you know like, like seven or eight years old and i played that game and I really, really liked it. And then, you know, as I grew up and I actually started to learn more about the story, I would sit there and I'm one of those people who go on YouTube and like watch those like cutscene compilations where it's literally just sans most of the gameplay and it's just almost entirely focused on just the story elements of the game because I really like that world they've built. Like Elena said, the Overwatch characters have a like a rich backstory and the world has got a lot of flavor and i really think that 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 makes the game better because it lends itself to its own personal art style uh its own kind of feel it's it's the themes and i think that really helps make the game better now a game like overwatch which is highly focused on its competitive elements of course is going to attract people who are also interested in the game in a mechanical sense people who are going to be like Oh yeah, I like Overwatch because I really like the you know the DPS, the tank, the healers, the supports. Um, you know they, they like they like strategy. They enjoy they enjoy the mechanics. They also like maybe shooters or you know games of that nature. So it's it's really just a subjective thing, and I can enjoy something for both. Like even though I wouldn't say that I'm good at all at a game like StarCraft. I'm invested enough with the world and I think that the mechanics are cool and interesting enough that I would sit there and I would watch people play despite the fact that I don't play and I would, uh, you know, be interested enough to actually follow along with the story if I were to play through the game myself. Um, and so I think that kind of really just, and I would say like with, with certain games, the mechanics are just going to be more important because there's not much story to speak of. And other games, there's the you know the the story's gonna be more important because there's not really any mechanics in the game. It's more or less just like like you were mentioning like Doki Doki Literature Club, right? I've never played the game, but I've, I've heard a lot about it on the internet because people sometimes they don't shut up about things. But in I don't that know anything about it? I yeah, it, it. I just know that it was really weird, uh, <laughs> apparently. And um, a game like that or any kind of like visual novel style game is going to be more about the story then because there's almost no mechanics other than you know like decisions that you make and that, those aren't really mechanics as more just like a storytelling device you know making decisions it's kind of just like i don't know i guess that's technically gameplay but it's not really because i mean i don't think it's and you know thinking about a lot of people like that that one the one gentleman i was talking about earlier he you know that's that's his preference but i know a lot of people who will play both games like a game because they want to get mechanically um mechanically superior and then games that they play because they like the story so like i don't know i wouldn't know how to like say if one's better than the other or you know i guess it would just be an individual choice what what they prefer but what do you again like what do you what would your your reasoning be? Because like I wouldn't know why someone would pick non-story over story. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, in regards to that, it it uh, it speaks to kind of how 
This is gonna sound really bad. So I want to say I want to state this that this is completely my own opinion and it is not backed up by any type of science other than my own personal research Your that own I've done. Science. <laughs> science of Jordan. But uh, uh, from what it sounds like to me is that either oh gosh, there's like three things going on. So I'm gonna explain the three of those things and then hopefully that explains my point. So uh, a uh, the fact that you're not the reasoning behind not wanting to have an emotional connection to a character just kind of says that something to me that would throw me off about anybody. If they say that like, oh, I like puppies and just like, oh, why is that the case? And then if they bring up any reason other than the fact that they're cute, that they're adorable, <laughs> that they're cuddly and that I love them. And they just say it's like, oh, because you know, I can, well, a plain fetch is totally fine. Anyway, it, like it, it, I'm trying to come up with a reasoning as to like why somebody wouldn't like puppies other than like, very adorable reasons. Allergies? Allergies? What? Somebody would like puppies because of... Uh, no, somebody wouldn't like puppies oh. because they have allergies. No, no, no. Well, he likes the game, but not because it's... Yeah, for him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More because... So, okay. Let me think of a different example. So, Well, actually, let's just use the example that you, you gave me exactly. Okay. So, let's not have an emotional connection to a character in Overwatch. All right. So, then what would this person then be okay with having an emotional connection with? And that's what I question. Because I'm like, well, if you're not willing to do it for a character, essentially a safe space to have an emotional connection with somebody because, you know, it's usually kind of standardized, then when is that person okay with having an emotional connection? Now, granted, it could be a lot of other things along the lines of maybe the idea of what the characters represent don't get him interested and then, you know, top it off there. Okay, that makes sense. But then the third reasoning is that I, from the way that you made it sound, and it probably, it might be wrong, but it sounded like he was aggressive in his stance of... Yeah. Yeah, and that's... I don't give a shit. I was like, wait. See, that's... I don't know. Like, and what I wouldn't say it was like aggressive, but it was it was aggressively like that he didn't care, and he didn't even want to like discuss it because <laughs> he cared so little that he didn't even want to like talk about the lore or thing things. And like, yeah, and like <laughs> I, I just it, it was very very odd. But I know that there are people that are like that. They're just like I just play the game for the game. I don't play the game for the story. I mean, I would say that a lot of times maybe somebody. And, and this can happen to anybody for any kind of medium, you know. You do enough of something, and it's not so much that you don't have the capacity to care. Like, it's not that you wouldn't care under different circumstances. It may just be more of a just kind of like, I don't really have the mental time for that. Like, I don't have room in my life to get invested with these characters. Because you say, generally speaking, um, investing in the, you know, the personalities or the the characteristics of a given character is is rather harmless but you know fandoms are things you know people get genuinely invested in a specific character i mean i'm sure you've i'm sure both of you have seen moments where i mean you would actually be a great example you really 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 like zenyatta like <laughs> you are invested enough in that character that you have a pin you you actually purchase something in real life. Oh boy, a couple of things. <laughs> Several. <laughs> and 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 to say that you know there isn't certain you know and I'm no I'm not saying that what you're doing is harmful, but certain people do develop really harmful um, connections with characters that are not real. And you get you get people who don't understand either will, will approach people like that and be like, you know, they're not real, right? And it's just like. 
Okay, so with that, I, I, here's I, oh, maybe this is where I'm personally getting caught up in this, and I'm just trying to be self-aware about how I'm talking about it. But I think because you have a the, like because the way you said it and the way that I kind of like know you as a friend and whatnot, it kind of spoke to me as in like although he definitely didn't mean any harm intent, but without knowing anything or more about you what they what somebody says could potentially come off as in like oh i don't care about you because you care about the story it, it did it did after that it did kind of create like a, a barrier of like of like me being like i you know when you close off something that is very important to me because like stories and it's not just video game stories it's not just overwatch stories and characters are important to me it's literally what i believe i've been to put on the literally what i believe i've been put on this earth to do is to tell stories and the minute someone cuts that off from from a conversation that I'm allowed to have with them, I lose like a huge ability to become close friends with right. that person. Do you think that if he had known this information prior to saying that, he would still say the exact same thing? <laughs> this particular individual, probably. Right. And I so I mean I don't want to stay on this topic for too long, but yep, like, that's, that's that's the thing that like irks me. It's just like I don't know how He's just, and I just this, took this it as, is. I didn't take it as like, wow, this person's a horrible person. Well, I mean, I took it as he has different interests that like I can't relate to. Okay. I cannot relate to it, right. but it, but, and it was very fascinating. It got me really thinking like, wow, there are people that are just interested in like just mechanical, like perfection of this character and nothing else. That's why I think that's why Call of Duty games exist. I think that's why you know all these first-person shooters where you don't play a character, you just play a gun. <laughs> you know, I, I think that's why those are so popular because I think there is a large you know number of people out there that don't care about story; they just care about you know the high score, and that's okay. I, but I'm not like that. Go ahead. I personally think that a lot of people, I mean, because I could probably, under certain circumstances, be, you know, lump myself in with the group of people who generally will prefer a game's mechanics over its actual, like, the substance of what, you know, it's built on, you know, the the story or the, the lore of the, the specific game. Because, you know, at the end of the day, sometimes people just want something that's a little more challenged, and some people get really, really disassociated, like this stuff really isn't important or it's maybe not interesting or just not good and people will just be like you know, you know what I, I, I don't really care and it's not because I don't have any interest in stories but maybe just because this specific piece of subject matter I'm just like nothing here interests me it's like none of these characters are relatable to me uh, none of these characters you know nothing about this story really uh, invests me or piques my interest or you know sparks my imagination i mean for you the the overwatch story and i and i agree with you it's a really really interesting story and with a lot of you know interesting characters filling it out with a lot of depth but for somebody who's maybe not as invested in stories as a as a you know thing would probably just be like the story's there i can take it or leave it it's not like a crucial reason it's not why i play the game i play the game because i like the challenge and i like competition okay this is absolutely great so here's here's what i'm taking away from this is that wouldn't have you preferred that he the person that you were referring to that kind of said that they didn't care about story explain it like that mm -hmm. instead of rather the way that they had it said it 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. Wouldn't that feel like it'd be a little it would, bit more... It would have... In the moment, it made me feel really stupid. So it would have been really nice to, you know, not have felt so shut down. Right. But that that had nothing to do with, like... That was just a personal feeling that I had. But, you know, I mean, that... That There's has not... little to do with the game itself. And... No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I... I, I and, like, he hurt my feelings. I guess the, the point that I'm trying to make is that I think that person... I, I, I... It's just a difference. You know, you get... You, you get both ways. There are people when you talk about Pokemon, too. You know, you get the people who are like, oh, yeah, I use this Pokemon because its stats do this and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like... Alright, cool. I mean, but couldn't you then make the argument that that stat works in the way of storytelling somehow? Like, oh yeah, it would make sense for that. So whereas, that. whereas like someone might be, maybe, <laughs> you know, someone might be, someone might be like, oh yeah, so Umbreon of the Eons, it has the, the most defense stats. So it's, you know, it's a tank and blah, blah, blah. And I use it for this reason. Um, otherwise it's crap and blah, blah, where I'm like, I'm like, I wonder what it would feel like. Like, he'd probably have really thick, coarse fur to have that defense stat, you know? <laughs> no, it's, it's like, so like, entertaining. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I go there, and then they just kind of stop, and they're just like, okay, but, like, strategic use. I'm like, yeah, I don't give a shit. <laughs> so, in, in return, I'm just like, yeah, but, like, do you know why it uses, it synchronizes a, as an ability and they're right. just like, what? No. And I'm like, but so it's in the story. It, it sounds like to me that maybe then the way that, well, I, here, let me, let me, let me ask a question before I ask my other one. Does the, ex, how a character expresses himself uh, is a huge part of the story or is it just a small part? So let's say uh, in regards to your, the Pokemon that you were referring to, you, mm -hmm. and you were referring to Fur, I honestly don't know the Pokemon, so I'm super apologetic. Oh no, Umbreon. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know Umbreon. Umbreon. Everyone knows Umbreon. <laughs> but uh, what, I'm, what I was referring to is like, well then, you know, specifically in regards to its stats, is it how it's, you know, drawn out and how it attacks going to affect the story or no? No. No. Entirely not. not. I mean... So you, if you like, what if there was a game? It'd be you... your own personal story. Okay, hold on. So, for example, I mean, you start a Pokemon game. Anyone starts a Pokemon game. There is that. There is that. You know, strategic mechanical aspect to the game that people. That there are some people that get you know attached to Pokemon because they're building the perfect team. And then you get people who are who are a little bit more. I have this Pokemon because it's cute, or because it's a favorite. Even though it's statistically no, not all Pokemon are born equal, you know. Meme strats. Yeah. So when I'm building my team, of course, because I'm invested in story, I'm building my story, and in my head, I'm building what these Pokemon are doing, how they look, how they might feel, and how their stats might affect how they look or how they feel. Does that make sense? Okay. So and so and you say that that never gets translated into mechanics. No, I'm not saying that it doesn't. Okay. But it 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 might be perceived differently. You know, someone might not wonder, oh, why does Umbreon have such a high defense stat? What would that what would that mean its body structure is like? Or its fur right. is like. Right. You know. Do you, but so they do you think that they just perceive it as a number that the developers? Some people have to get probably them? do. A lot of yeah, a lot of people. I have talked to people who don't care about that, who are just like, Oh, I never use Umbreon because it sucks. And I'm just like, Okay, we should just stop talking right now. <laughs> so then all right. So the... Ooh. 
I no. turn it into a story. No, that's... But is that how the story is expressed? Mm-mm. Like, do you get how they are supposed to act from the game or just from your own imagination? Own imagination. Okay. But that, <laughs> but because those mechanics are there, I'm allowed to, like, think about that. I'm allowed to consider those things and build a story from that. Cool. Wait, did you say cool? I said cool. <laughs> oh, okay. I just said cold, and I'm like, oh, wait, crap. Bring a jacket. And, okay. What if there was a game then that did tell you all that stuff? How, is that something that you would be okay with? Or is that something that probably isn't important? Or do you think that, like, I guess in a very, very... Uh, ambitious aspect is that a new type of game that you could potentially even create you would have to be go ahead oh I was just gonna add on like so I was I guess I guess what I kind of was wondering based on that question sort of is would the game be better if they provided more details that tied into the story as far as the characters go with a game like Pokemon, where they there's very little detail. Where, like, let's uh, essentially a game broke down scientifically why its mechanics function the way they do. I don't think I'd care that much. Hmm. I I guess it depends how they do it because there's a point where you you drown out creativity just to explain how things work. Like I remember when they first came out with like, oh yeah, like. The eggs just magically appear, and they're actually cradles instead of actual eggs. And I remember being like, okay, that was dumb, but... Like, I thought that was really stupid. They're magic eggs. <laughs> yeah. Like, essentially, we don't know all this happened. And then, did you know eggs are really a cradle? They're not real eggs. And I thought that was really dumb. And I wish they wouldn't have said anything, because, like, I know how babies are made. I'm not <laughs> stupid. Like... Let's talk about the eggs. But they're trying so hard to make it like, oh, we have no idea if we're doing your kids. And I'm like, I'm not a child anymore. I know how it works. <laughs> so is, there, so what, is that better to have never said entirely? Yeah, I think so. Like, even for the younger children? Yeah. <laughs> okay, no, it's just a question. Well, no, I, I, get, I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know. Like, if there's like a big pro, I don't know if those like, would be a big problem where they'd have to say something. I mean, what would cause it to be a big problem? Parents. Okay, and what would parents' perception have to be of the game in order for it to be a big problem? Pokemon are having sex. <laughs> <gasps> oh, no. Even though that's not explicitly stated. No, it, it, that's why they. I just said, yeah. they. all they say is, it appeared we have no idea where it came from. You might as well have it. <laughs> that's what they say when you grab an egg from every single game. That's what they say when yeah, you grab an like, egg from the day. It just appeared there. <laughs> no, it's like your, your Pokemon was playing with this egg. We don't know where it came from. Here, you can have it. Like, no, or do you, you want know, it? I, I left my Pokemon in the daycare center and you haven't been watching it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do you know? This egg hatched into my exact Pokemon. Okay, hold on. All right. <laughs> We're sticking on to this topic and I think it's hilarious. <laughs> but, it's but, off topic, right? <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm trying to understand then is how much storytelling should then be said. Because it looks like that there's a limit now. Because too much storytelling is... A, supposedly bad yes it is so then where is the limit i again think that's up to the individual but i mean but i mean it's not up to the individual if there's an obviously too much well some people might like that kind of information i mean what would somebody have to be like in order to like that information i don't know just 100 percent. maybe a little less creative (laughs) 
less creative people. I mean, 100% of the game makes you less creative. Someone who is who who doesn't like to creatively explore their own mind, maybe. Maybe. Okay. This is like me reaching, because I'm not sure. Because this is... I like coming to my own conclusions with the information that's provided. With the information provided. I like digging. But, like... I don't like things just being outright told to me because I have to respect that. I'm the kind of person that respects when something's told to me and I'm like, okay, that's the story. I think that's why I like secondary characters more than I like main characters is because like main characters, you get to know everything about them. You know, very, very, very like to a T, but secondary characters like side characters, you don't. And so there are these like gaps you get to fill in a little bit, you know, with the information provided. Hmm. Is that a better experience? Or For me, it is. Okay. But I have a friend, my best friend, loves main characters. Okay. Well, wait, hold on. It looks like you have to say something. Maybe it's, maybe when we're comparing like mechanics to story, maybe it's more like a ratio kind of thing. Okay. So take, take, let's take, for example, like two, like very, very strong extremes. You've got like, say uh, a light novel game. Right. Which is 100% story and almost zero mechanics. And then you have a very mechanically heavy game, which is like the Call of Duty or something like that. Right? Which is almost like 100% mechanics or like like 90% mechanics. And the rest sure. of it is like maybe like 10% story. And maybe it kind of works like that where there's only so much interest that you can put. And you kind of balance out the ratio of, okay, how much of this game is mechanics and how much of this game is story and if we don't have really good mechanics we need to compensate with a more powerful or more impactful story to get people more invested in it or if we have a game that's very high in mechanics maybe the story portion of it would be um would be just you know exhausting uh, extra on top to a certain extent because and, and and there's no I guess there's no real way to like quantify the the actual like amount that a game is unless we're talking like absolutes like a, li- a light novel or like a like a like a heavily focused like strategy game where there's like no story it's like you go here and kill that <laughs> there's no reason just do, do you so. think that there's a higher percentage of people who prefer prefer the story of a game over the mechanics of a game I think I think nowadays people are leaning more towards the story. The mechanics. I actually agree with that. Yeah, but 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 I, I I think that the nice thing about it being like a ratio of like say like a hundred percent of you know how much is of the other thing, um, I think that there's like the nice thing is is there's a spectrum there. You can have something that's like forty percent mechanics, and then the other sixty percent is story, where you know a game has got really really solid mechanics, but the story is what actually draws you in. Where Games might be a little bit more mechanics focused. Well, there is a story and it's it's okay. The, the mechanics are what keeps you playing, you know, time after time. And I think that that's a another thing why you know I might play uh, some kind of story driven game maybe maybe once maybe twice unless I was like a really super invested, and then I might never pick it up again, mm-hmm. right? But then there's a game that's got a lot more mechanics based, and because those experiences change because mm-hmm. the mechanics allow for okay. some kind of uh, variance then you know since there's so much variance there there's a lot of reason or a lot of motivation for me to want to go back to the game and then i think that you know for as much of like say for example overwatch which does have a really good story the story isn't like the forefront when you're actually playing the game the story frustration of a lot of people (laughs) the, the story the story is more of kind of like a background note it's it's something that you know helps people like oh you know what 
I really like McCree. I think he's a... I, I like the whole gunslinger thing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play him. Not because I think that, oh, mechanically speaking, you know, he's a beast or something <laughs> like that. Right. Um, they, they play him because he's, you know, he's got the, that emotion to it. So I would say like a, a game like Overwatch is probably about like, like closer to like 20 or 30% story. And then the other 70% is mechanics. And I think that's important for like, you know, online multiplayer or competitive games because mechanically speaking... You know, you want to have a reason to be able to come back. You want those unique experiences. You're not going in there every single day or playing hour after hour because, oh man, I really like the story. Because the, the story doesn't, the, in those games, the story doesn't develop the more you play it. The, the story kind of stays the same until like a new character is released or, you know, some kind of little video is come, comes out on YouTube. I think that it kind of depends. And like, for example, um, you know, like, like Counter-Strike, no story. Absolutely zero story. <laughs> I think I think there's been like one little like like official like Valve little thing that had like a little like situation scenario, but other than that, zero story. I mean, at least as far as I know. Right. One of the largest games on Earth. On yeah, yeah, one, <laughs> one of the largest games. And then you know you take a game that's objectively really good, like the the new. Um, uh, God of War, or the new yeah. Spider-Man, and or like even the new. Um, I was about to argue with him, like, oh yeah, and then you said those games, but, like, oh. But those <laughs> games, like, like, like God of War and Spider-Man, uh, mechanically speaking, they're very sound. You know, everyone's like, man, right. these games play really amazing. These, you know, when I hit someone with my axe, it feels really, really satisfying. The game's sound design is amazing. The the world building is really, really beautiful, and. Then, you know, you ask them, okay, so you played the game? Yeah, man, I played the game and I beat it. It was a lot of fun. All right, cool. Um, Did you play it again? I mean, you know, (laughs) a a little bit. And it's not to say that they couldn't get another enjoyment. I know a lot of games, like single-player games, though, have to rely on, like, uh, New Game Plus. Do you like the story and you want to go through it again? Cool. Right. Let's get some New Game Plus in there, and that way you can kind of play the game again, but maybe a little harder with, you know, all of the stuff that you've unlocked, or at least a a large portion of it anyway. That's a really good point. You know, and so, you know, when we're talking about, like, predominantly single-player games, you know, maybe ones that are, like, 70% story, maybe only about 30% mechanics, then it suddenly becomes a lot less incentivized. I mean, the, the games are still objectively good, but your incentive to play them over and over again, you know, it's like... Sure, I, I could like God of War, but I'm not going to play it for a year. I'm going to play it for a couple of weeks, maybe a month, just to kind of get through the story. Maybe play through it again. But I'm not going to sit there and, you know, go through the game, like, every week or so, you know, just kind of playing the same content over and over again. And that's what I think, that's why I kind of feel like it's a ratio. The more the more mechanics-focused a game is, the more, like, replayability, the more likelihood you are to go back to that game. And those are the games that people play year-round. That's why you're seeing a lot more games with less and less stories because, you know, obviously developers and stuff, they want to make more money. And, you know, having a game that's consistently, you know, has a player base is going to make well you know gives them opportunities to make more money but a story-based game obviously story-based games can still make a lot of money i mean god of war proved that like (laughs) a lot but as far as like long term you have to have some kind of plan you have to give someone a reason to go back in that's why people were kind of disappointed i don't know i I just i just read the news i haven't played any of these games but a lot of people were disappointed that the spider-man dlc that came out wasn't the story portion of it wasn't quite as good as they were hoping it wasn't Mm -hmm. quite as solid as the base game because that was the reason to come back to spider-man because there was more story to explore you didn't go back because it's like man I really, really, really want to play more of the same game that's got the same <laughs> mechanics. Uh, you know, well, even though that game evolves with different suits and you know different techniques and stuff like that, essentially there's 
there's a small list of like core ingredients and then there's like outliers and once you've explored all of those there's no real reason to go back because you know there's no unless you're like a speed runner and you're specifically tackling a story game because there are a finite number of choices within that given space in order to complete it in the fastest time possible mm. so i think that with that it's like and i think like getting one that's like a perfect 50 50 is kind of impossible because <laughs> i think the best way to go about it is to have like i'm going to be using apex legends for example sure. um not necessarily story, but like having characters is a really good good substitute to story. The story can be very and, and Overwatch does this, you know, for as much as we say Overwatch is a really good lore and stuff, it it also frustratingly doesn't have a lot of lore. <laughs> but where where it really, really grabs people and really holds people, same with Apex Legends, is the characters is falling in love with like a certain character and wanting to like play that character. I think that is a good option. Unfortunately with Apex Legends, it's a uh, style of game I don't enjoy. <laughs> so as much as I'm just like, man, I love, I love these characters and I want to play them, then I really, really hate battle royales. <laughs> like, and I really don't like them. So it, yeah. And, I just thought and, that was and, interesting. and for me uh, specifically, I think that when we're talking about which is more important, despite the fact that I really like that games have a really deep and rich story, I do think that when it comes down to it. The mechanics of a game are going to be the more important of the two because you will straight up not play a game if the mechanics aren't fun yeah. you will straight up be like you know what this game has terrible mechanics or i don't like that specific genre of game like would i i, I really like starcraft story did i play any of the second game <laughs> like a little bit but like it mattered more to me than the story and i didn't play the game because you know i'm just not really well tuned for like you know rts's and stuff right. like that and i think that when it comes down to it i really like the story and luckily there's ways for me to get that but when it comes to when it comes down to it the mechanics are what determines whether or not you actually play the game you don't you don't play the yeah. game because oh yeah i just play because i really like this one character no, I, I'm freaking terrible. I hate it. It's, it's it's the worst time when I'm actually playing the game. But man, I really like that character. Nobody does that. I mean, well, I would hope that nobody is putting <laughs> themselves through that level of suffering. But I think that to answer the, the question, I guess, of the podcast, in my opinion, while I think that story elements are important and I think they add a lot of flavor and they give you some reason outside of the mechanics to play the game, I think that overall the gameplay defining the mechanics you know that that moment to moment that the 30 second loop as i've heard it described of like really solid gameplay is what pe keeps people going into a game you don't play doom because you really are invested in like doom guy's backstory but a lot of people really liked the new game because it did have a little bit more of that backstory but also and the real reason people liked it is well i, I think there's a small portion of people who just really like that game's awesome soundtrack <laughs> they they probably play that game because it harkened back to the original doom which had the wonderful mechanics of you know like just visceral moving around really really yeah. fast intense you know yeah. moment to moment gameplay and that's why people really really liked the game and they considered that game so good because the story was it was it was okay it was it was interesting because especially considering right. the older games didn't really have much story to but speak of. But the characters, of. the monsters were cool. Oh yeah, but those are just those are just those are just yeah. set pieces. Yeah, I feel like I hate I hate admitting this, but like I think you're right. Like for for someone who's just fervently into stories and characters, like you're right, 
And I hate that. <laughs> I mean, and it's like, like, darn it. Like, like I said, stories are like super duper important, you know, because I think but that you can make a good. Here's the thing. You can make a good story or you can make a good game with well, good mechanics without a story. Yeah. You cannot make a game, a good game with terrible mechanics, but a good story. Because yeah. even if Overwatch, it, not Overwatch, Undertale, if Undertale had horrible mechanics that were not intuitive at all, it would not have taken off. So then, I, here's my question. Is a visual novel then actually a game? Um, no. No, no. No, not, not really. really. Even, like, though, there's, even though there's animations kinda, to it. I mean, not all. No, no. There's no gameplay. No, there it's, really it's, isn't. It's, like, it's not you a might be able game. to like make choices and stuff like that, but like... I don't know. It's I wouldn't really call it. It's a, like a choose your. It's like a choose your uh, your path adventure. Okay. You, you know. No. I mean, so then our point and click adventure is not video games. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, those are depends what yeah. what kind of game you're talking. Yeah. Well, yeah, they. I would say they're still games, but like the mechanics still need to be important. Like if I was playing Mystic Messenger and the responses that I was able to, because I already get frustrated with the responses that I'm able to get give. But if the responses that I was able to give were just ridiculous or just not well thought out I'd be like fuck this game yeah. like I, yeah straight up so the mechanics are important yeah like uh, you mean have you have either of you ever played like the old timey um uh LucasArts uh point and click adventures no. like uh like uh monkey, Curse of Monkey Island or Day of the Tentacle either of you <laughs> just kidding mm. um those games are very much so story based and there are specific, you know, mechanics in those games. Those are actually games you do make. You don't just make decisions. You actually have to solve puzzles. I mean, you could say that puzzles would be an example of games that are very heavily based in their mechanics. Although, okay. again, like, in a, like a point-and-click adventure game is going to be kind of a mix between. I would say that those are closer to, like, the, the uh, story-heavy side as opposed to the mechanics-heavy side. And But some of those games, um, despite the fact that the stories are really, really good, some people would com complain or, you know, think, like, man, like, how was I supposed to know that I had to do that? Because there have been points in these point-and-click games, and not necessarily with those two games, although I have played those games, and there's points where I've just been like, what am I supposed to do next? And, you know, you hear, like, advice from people. It's like, just try everything. It's like, no, that's not fun. I don't want to try everything. I don't got time for that. I want to know more about the story. I'm more invested in the story. And I think that games that don't strike a, right, a good enough balance between their mechanics and their story suffer a little bit, despite the fact that I think that both the, the Curse of Monkey Island games and the Day of the Tentacles specifically are really, really good games. And I've you know played both of them. Well, at least one of the Monkey Island games. I haven't played this like a bunch. But... Or like, or actually, I played through Grim Fandango and recently. Well, not recently, like a couple of years ago, <laughs> when when it, when it was re released. I think on like the PS4. Right. So I played replayed through that game. And I got through a good bit of the story by myself, but then I was like thinking, I feel like I'm just running around a lot. I'm just gonna look up all of the little things so I can actually get to the story because for me, that's why let's plays are so popular. Yeah, because it's you don't have to play the game. If it's a game where you mechanically aren't interested in the game, then you'll just watch someone else play. You know, that's 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 the reason why, like, for me personally, I don't think I would ever play, like, a Kingdom Hearts game because the mechanics of that game don't interest me. But maybe I would watch, you know, the story played through on YouTube from someone else who compilated it all together and made it nice and digestible. <laughs> yeah, because, I, I, you know, it's like, it's like, oh, yeah, here's my carousel attack. Like, <laughs> uh, you know what? Fine. 
do you? I do, do you? prefer watching people play video games to playing them. And I think that's part of why things like um, like Twitch or you know other kind of video game viewing platforms are become so incredibly popular is because suddenly I don't have to play a game I don't like to play. I can watch somebody else play it and just get all of like the satisfaction of you know getting them to do that really cool thing like oh man this guy went on a 25 headshot spree man that was sick <laughs> you know and even though i would don't i even though i don't want to dedicate the time and effort to being that good at the game i can still really enjoy it and, and feel like a sense of satisfaction and the same thing comes with the story the story is is not the main part of the game is the point i guess i'm trying to make unless the game is primarily focused on the story i feel like it suffers in the mechanics department and when it suffers in the mechanics department the game's lose their 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 gameness to them you know the mechanics with the sense of agency that the player has and if they suddenly don't have that sense of agency or if it's in the game like the point click adventures which can be a little convoluted sometimes then it can kind of make the other parts of the game really suffer now some people are really good at those games and they do enjoy that particular kind of challenge but i think in general the the majority rather than the minority that really like that specific aspect of that gameplay are just not going to enjoy it as much. And I think that, yeah, that's just kind of, you know, as, as much as I like the stories and games, and I think that they're very important to a all-around well, well-made game. I will, like, I don't, like, mechanic-wise, like, I won't play a story that, do, a game that does not have a good story. I mean... Like, I, like, I understand why people do play games that aren't story, but for me personally, if there isn't something for me to, like, attached to story or character wise i don't really play it that's fine i know okay so like that's just kind of what it comes down to me and i know like a lot of people don't agree with that but you know you hear i'm hearing constantly constantly people talking about video games and they'll be like the story's just so lacking like the new zelda like so it was one of the it was so popular it was everyone loved it so much but a lot the biggest complaint about it was how weak the story was but the gameplay was amazing and it got it got because of that it got really popular and it made a lot of money so but that was the main complaint well, the mm-hmm. story's kind of boring and i'm like yeah. okay yeah, i get that no i think i think in in terms of like but horses you can get horses and make them pretty <laughs> right around on them there's a motorcycle that's, weird. that's why i play that so game. <laughs> all right wait hold on i want to i want to Okay, I want to argue the fact that Zelda's Breath of the Wild was a weak in terms of story. Oh, I don't. I didn't say that. I'm just saying that was a oh, big complaint. Okay. A lot of well, people then why said would about people, it. Why, why would why why do you think people would perceive it that way? Because other games had more story, so there were other. I, I'm not an expert on Zelda. I no. I don't play a lot of Zelda, but like from what my friend was explaining, the games like um, Majora's Mask was just lore and story rich and compare that to breath of the wild and it's just a very cookie cutter like save the princess and go to the castle and defeat the bad guy you know kind of kind of story which it was that's what it was um so like the world was really beautiful and the mechanics were really beautiful and really good but the story was a very basic story with very basic characters okay well I guess where where I get confused in all of this is that Majora's Mask specifically has a mechanic that fits really well with the idea of continuous play. 
Because if you do everything that I'll you take want, your word for it. <laughs> okay. Well, okay, okay. Let, let me explain the reason why. You can play a song and the bass just starts to you from day one and you go all the way to day three. You can restart the bass at any point in time, right? So technically speaking, there is, there is no reason to ever go to New Game Plus because during your first playthrough, you could do everything. Is that the same for other games? I would say no. I don't think that other games has that unique of a mechanic where it like resets you from day one. All right, well, now you can do stuff that you couldn't do at day three, but you can do at day one that you couldn't originally do unless you trigger something from day one that then happens in day two. But if you just reset it, you can do that. So You're giving me reason not to play that game. <laughs> it sounds really complicated. And well, I guess what the point I'm trying to get is that... My friend's been trying to get me to play it. Jeez, thank you. <laughs> My point is that I think comparing linear games to a game like Majora's Mask isn't... Uh, like a fair argument to say that oh it doesn't have story because its story is linear well like i never course. said it didn't have story i said no, no, it was no, no, compared no. to other experiences that had a weaker story that's what i meant <laughs> no what, what, I, what i'm trying to say that is linear story and a mechanic that basically makes the game non-linear and then saying that oh yeah this game has more story than this game because it's not linear is like well, I mean, that's just what people were. That's that was the that was kind of the only complaint people had about the game, and that was the excuse they used because they were expecting something to be like expecting the new game to step it up a bit, and they didn't. But you know, you get you get the opposite problem of Pokemon, where they try to put in like a really intensive, good story, and people are just like me, so they go back to no story, like very weak story, you know, because the story game didn't go off very well. Uh, I think in general, open world or non-linear games that have a like a primarily story focus are in general, while they may have more story focused in them, and it turns out that the story focus is just an explanation to add more mechanics into the game. You know, like for your example, Majora's Mask, where has it so there's a mechanic where you can go back to the beginning of the first day, right? Right. So that is a mechanic that defines the storytelling right. in that it, so that would just add more to the mechanics more than it would to the story because the story is just a small portion of that and you can play, and I'd say that, you know, the more and more replayability you add to the game, the less story focused it is because you're, if you rewind to the first day, you're not suddenly getting more story, you're just getting the same story, right. but maybe from a different perspective. And I yeah. think that that's wonderful. I, I love games that do that and that's why like time a lot of people, rad. <laughs> time, tra time, time travel, travel is terrible because no, it's almost always it. done wrong, but, <laughs> but no, it, it's a cool concept. I get, I get that, but it's in most people handle it with like there's always plot holes um but when it comes down to it like let's take a game that has a lot of replayability and you know arguably a really good story the grand theft auto series a lot of people I don't well, anything about those well yeah yeah uh, the, the the that's that's fine the games are in general really you know it's like wow or any i guess any of the rockstar games are like wow this, this game has a really good story i really like these characters they're really yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just a bunch of like terrible people doing terrible things. Have you, have people you, okay. love watching terrible. I, I absolutely well, do not. I mean, okay, what, your what? background on your desktop is a stormtrooper. It's a clone trooper. Excuse you. And clone um, troopers are fucking precious little angel babies. They killed all the Jedi. No, they, oh, well, they didn't do it like on their own free will. They were literally. They, like, they don't have any free will. Um, <laughs> 
You are good. Oh my god, I'm gonna fight you right now. Don't say bad things about okay, clone okay, troopers. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What? Rex took the chip out, he didn't hurt anyone. He did a Greg or a wolf, I'll fight you. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Oh my god. But um but to get back to what I was saying, is obviously a game like Grand Theft Auto is honestly speaking, kind of light on on mechanic speaking. You know, okay. purely speaking you don't you only do a few things you shoot you drive you run and you talk <laughs> I mean, yeah no i'm not i'm not yeah no i mean so mechanically speaking it's real simple the the the, the, the complexity would more or less come from uh you know okay how good of a driving or how good are you shooting or, you know you know how do you path yourself through the city you know, those are those are minor mechanics nobody 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 cares right um so- so I, I wanted to find this then in regards going back to Majora's Mask and how I've explained the again a game I don't know anything about. I know, but you understand the mechanic that I talked about where you, we you do can something go back and, and you reset. can go back in time. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then in regards to that, because that mechanic specifically allowed for more story to then be explored, is that a story? Is that part of the storytelling or part of the mechanic? Or let's just put it out there and say it could be both. I would say it's both. I would I would say that the the story is still static. The story doesn't grow or change. You're experiencing the story just from a different I perspective. I because it's Link that's being able to go back in time, right? Right. He's, yeah. He is actively doing it to go back in time with the knowledge that he gained from those previous. Right. So yeah. I would argue that it is a linear story, but it's in, this, in the perspective of Link learning and changing his actions as he tries to figure out these problems. Oh, so. so I would absolutely argue that that is a, 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 also a story element. I'm not saying it's, it's not. not it's just... not that it's not that you go back and it's you're just doing the same things over and over again. You're trying to do different things, right? Right. I mean, so that's then, yeah. the intent. Yeah. Then yeah, I but... would see how that. I wouldn't see how that's any different from like solving a puzzle. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that's essentially you know what it is though. Is the story doesn't like I said the story doesn't change. You change the story. You know, and this the the outcomes are always going to be the same. What? There's, Why would you do the same thing over and over? Well, again? no, Isn't it's the point the, to do different things. The, 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 you'll, you'll do different things, and they'll try to lead you to the best outcome. But there's only a finite number. Yeah, but that's true for anything, right? Okay, the the point that I'm trying to get to is that Majora's Mask mechanic, Majora's <laughs> mechanic of going back in time <laughs> allows for more story to be explored, but because of its, I guess, not, it's a smaller story or town or map than breath of the wild yes yet people want to say that majora's mask is has more lore than breath of the wild where story yes more story or it, it, it is considerably Either. more linear than breath of the wild right i'm not saying it's not linear but i'm no. saying that that in itself the going back in time and the like figuring out the world through because what they're doing is they're shortening the world but they're giving you more to do because you have to do different things going back in time and certain things in order right. so i would argue that's a fantastic story <laughs> that's fucking awesome so then yeah so even <laughs> Because Breath of the Wild doesn't have that. It's like, oh, the Blood Moon and all the monsters are back. You're like, okay. First time that happened, scared the crap out of me, by the way. <laughs> I was so scared. I was like, what's going on? <laughs> but then what about all the side quests that you can do in Breath of the Wild? Is that not part of the story, too? Even though it's exactly what it is in the Majora's Mask? 
I'm not saying it's not. I'm just no, saying no, no, that a yeah. lot of people found it less interesting than. But Charisma. why would people find it less in, or like wait less interesting or less story? Less interesting. Less interesting. Like a, not as good of a story. Okay. So like, yeah. I mean, okay. there, you can have a ton of story. You can have a ton of story, but if that story is basic and boring, I'd yeah. rather have a five-page story that does something new and interesting than a freaking novel of okay. boring Save the Princess. That's where I was getting caught up. Is that like everybody? It, se- it sounded like to me that everybody's perspective of Breath of the Wild seemed like it's just it was nothing just... new. No. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like nothing it just wasn't. Okay. It was just basic. I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of room to argue that a stagnant story is you know just as bad as a bad story when i can start quoting movies before they say their quote i'm done with the movie <laughs> it's happened it's but happened. i i think i think that a linear story is always going to be better told than one that's a lot more freeform i mean granted you get to explore a lot of a lot more of breath of the wilds you know lore and its characters and stuff like that but at the same time it's less focused it's less it's less linear, which means that, you know, this doesn't go to this, doesn't go to this, doesn't go to this. And so it's got to rely on mechanics. There has to be a reason for you and to the go. mechanics are awesome. Yeah, but they're, they're, usually people wouldn't do side quests if they didn't get you anything, right? I like mean, a purple horse mane. <laughs> yes. Okay, yeah. okay. No. So, again, it goes back <laughs> to the mechanics being, like, you don't play through or uh, Majora's Mask just to, you know get more of the story you play back to the first day because it would give you a mechanical advantage when you play through a separate section of the game in order to help you beat the does game does it not unlock more of the story when you do it properly it, it um it, it unlocks different stories oh okay yeah. i mean you you can take different paths for right. those through those three days and then once you get to the end of the third day you can just like oh shit, uh, <laughs> it's rewind time <laughs> <laughs> No, but yeah, so so okay, all right. Just to just kind of like summarize, because uh, now I'm getting confused. And all it's a confusing. I I think it comes down to just personal preference. But personal preference clearly has its limits, though, because too much story is bad, but too many mechanics makes potentially a lesser yeah. story. Yeah, that's right? why it's so hard for game developers to get that balance. So what? But then, what's more important? Someone's okay, no, actually, always going to complain. Someone's always. Right, but there are but the complaints are honestly complaints like, are garbage unless they're good unless there's like something to prove it. Like I think the fact that you know he mentioned that like you wouldn't play the game unless there were good mechanics to it. I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. Right, too. and then but like too many like is there actually I don't know do we have an example of too much storytelling but without enough mechanics makes it a bad game? But I, I try to bring up visual novels as part of that, but then it like got shut down because it's visual a different novels kind aren't of game. They're supposed it's to be. A, I mean, it sounds like it's not even a game. I mean, it, you could, you could, you could, because inject... your choice, your choices will determine the outcome. And if you want a good outcome, you have to be the cute little girl. Thing? Yeah. I mean, choices are considered mechanics. Yes. I mean, I guess strictly speaking, sure, but I don't. I still don't consider them like full games. There's, there's, there's choice, but the choice is there's. I would disagree. There's nothing outside of the choice. What do you mean? I would disagree. Wait, wait, what do you mean there's no nothing outside of the choice? Like, once you make the choice, there, there's there's a path. Yeah, like games also have a path. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 like, wholeheartedly disagree with that. Just because it's a different kind of game doesn't mean it's not a game. Yeah, I could do the same thing with a book. No, you can't. They, ha- they literally have. <laughs> I mean, the, the, like, those, those, choose your, those choose your path novels, right? Those are the same thing. Those They're are just I would IRL call books. Those a game. I mean, IRL games. Yeah. I would call that a game as well. Absolutely, <laughs> I'd call it. I would call D and D's a game. 
Even if we don't do any dice rolling, it's still a game. <laughs> Excuse me, it's a role-playing game? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're developing characters. That's part of the game. Well, that's also very heavy. So heavy can you have a game without story? Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, that's a definite yes. The yeah. question about that one. Well, I, I, think, I think it's for sure to say that... Okay, so maybe visual novels are still technically a game in that they do at least give you choice. But, you know, anything that wasn't a... That didn't give you choice is basically just be a movie. Or, or a book. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so any and the, the, the yeah, books and movies just aren't games because they don't give you any kind of agency. Uh, you do not get involved in it. You, your choices do not dictate you're just the here, You're just there to see the outcome. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Um, you have no influence on it. But that. obviously, it, it's the, the more mechanics it has, the more game it is. Okay. Okay. Yes. All right. Okay. All right, well, I have so much more we could go on, but I'm going to end it there for this time around. Thank you for tuning in. And I actually have something this time uh, for the ending instead of like whatever we said last time. Because I thought it was really cheesy with the way that it ended. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to like, I'm going to like throw up. No, <laughs> this is Wow. Welcome. <laughs> I'll never help you again. No, but I'm going to end it like I do some of, the, some of my other content. Drink lots of water, get plenty of rest, and I'll see you next time.